Dink, 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 dink. Oh, man. Welcome back to the Jen and Julian Podcast. The Jen and Julian and Kermit Podcast. Bop, bop. I like Jen and Julian Podcast feet. Kermit. And Kermit feet. Feet to Kermit. F-E-E-T. Kermit. <laughs> God. I just made you laugh this early into a fucking podcast. You have the giggles today. I have the giggles today. Um, this episode... Is sponsored by Thread Up. Uh, get secondhand clothing. Hell yeah. Really awesome secondhand clothing for incredibly affordable prices. You can start shopping by going to Thread Up. That's C H R E D U P dot com slash Jenna Julian. Enter promo code Jenna Julian and you will get an additional 40% off your entire order, which is already marked down up to 90% off. Uh, also brought to you by Tracker. You will not lose anything ever again if you buy a tracker. It's this tiny coin-sized device that tracks your belongings via GPS on their app. Go to tracker.com. That's T-R-A-C-K-R.com. Enter promo code Jenna Julian. You'll get a free tracker. Bravo with any order. Thank you, sponsors. And now back to the breathing. <laughs> I could listen in an hour of that. ASMR Kermit Breathing Podcast. Yeah. It was uh, Mikey Piff at SiriusXM, who's like my, my boss over at SiriusXM. Uh, he described Kermit's breathing in the most accurate way I've ever heard, which was <laughs> yeah, he he's like a, a balloon that's just slowly losing air. Yeah, a little bit at all a the time. time. Just always, he, he's like asleep right now. I'm going to take a picture of him and put it on Snapchat. Sorry, I have to do this. Okay, right go ahead. Guys, if you want to catch it, go on my Snapchat, Julian Solo. <laughs> Shouts out. <laughs> Mid-podcast. Oh, poor little guy. Life is just so hard. Um, So this week is actually Julian's birthday. Today. Happy birthday, Julian. Thank you. Thank you. Well, right now, it's still not your birthday, but when this goes up, it will be your birthday. Well, it's actually my birthday in the East Coast. and Okay, here we go. Depending on which direction you call East, it is my birthday. <laughs> Julian, okay. <laughs> Julian has, like, the super giggles today because yeah. last night we celebrated his birthday at a bar with all of our friends. Yeah. Not all um, of our friends. A lot of people are gone. A good group. Um, For Coachella. The, Co- the Coachella list friends. Uh, I got so fucking hammered, man. I, did, I haven't been that drunk. I can't remember how long. Um, there were parts of last night that I don't actually remember. And I'm a little bit embarrassed by that. Because anytime I like forget a lot of things that happen in the night, it's like, what the fuck? Well, to be fair, though, we haven't been drinking like hardly at all. Yeah, we really and, don't drink that much. Um, last night, we got to the bar, like to your party at 930 and we're there till two, so of course, a lot you know, of drinking. I was like really trying hard to pace myself so I could take care of you and stuff. And I, I didn't have that many drinks, and I still felt pretty drunk. Well, you did a good job taking care of me because yeah. I made it home, and um, go on. May or may not have vomited a little bit. Um, it was just a little bit, and you just had to before you went to bed. I. It's okay. It happens. I don't remember leaving the bar. I don't remember getting home. I don't remember the ride. Um, what was it? Um, Josh was texting me. He was like, he was like, yeah, we had fun last night. Haha, <laughs> about that conversation. And I was like, I literally have no clue what you're even talking about. <laughs> like, I don't even, it's bad. Um, oh. but yes, yeah, so no, we, you were being totally normal. I was. Yeah, you were being totally normal, and then even when we left, you were like, you said goodbye to everybody, like you were fine. I was really like being socially okay. Yeah, like, you were being fine, and then once we got in the cab, you started to like close your eyes a little, and it was just me and Brett because we were coming back to the house, and I was like, oh, I think Julian's pretty drunk, and then because I saw people like taking shots with you, so yeah, I was like, everyone was probably buying, getting pretty everyone drunk. Everyone was getting shots. Yeah. And then um, 
we came home and Julian like laid upstairs in the bed and fully clothed probably. Yeah. Fully clothed. And so I was like, all right, let's help you take your clothes off. And then you like sat up and I was like, okay, do you want to throw up or something? And he just went like this and spit on the side of the bed. And I was like, all right, Julian, you know, so I get the garbage can and I was, it has like a lid that you have to step on to hold it open. So I sort of like, I had Brett help me hold it. And we were like laughing. You were being totally normal and sweet. Like sometimes when you drink, you just have to throw up before you go to bed so it's you can fucking sleep. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You weren't like incoherent. You weren't like a dangerous level of drunk. It yeah. was totally fine. And you were alive and coherent, sort of. So you started throwing up, and I actually, I accidentally like let go of the lid of the garbage, and it just hit you square <laughs> in the back of the head. Oh my <laughs> and God. I look at Brett, and he just starts dying laughing. <laughs> but I think then you said something that was like, "Don't laugh at me." And I was like, we're not laughing at you. We're laughing at the fact that I just slammed a garbage can on your head while you were throwing up like the best girlfriend ever. You no, made, but then you we made just me said, into a garbage sandwich and I don't even remember. Sorry. It. No, then we, we just helped you get your clothes off and then you went to sleep. That was that. that yeah. was... Like, it's weird because I remember like a lot of the night and like a lot of the conversations I was having in the moments and then all of a sudden it goes blank and I can't remember like I don't know remember the last thing I remembered like chronologically I just know that after a certain point there is no memory yeah uh, but we, we went to a really cool place called the Sherman shouts out to the Sherman by the way they were great uh, we rented this little kind of space and they were great and i told them ahead of time that a, a lot of us are because jimmy and maddie were there and they're both vegan and you and i are vegan and brett's vegetarian but there's yeah. a lot of people that eat like vegan or vegetarian yeah and so we just asked for like a bunch of french fries and then we got some food for other people that aren't vegan and um he kept the one of the owners kept coming up to me and saying are you guys sure that all you want is french fries i'm like yeah no we're really totally happy this is totally fine he's like i can bring out some salmon he just kept saying <laughs> he just kept offering to bring out salmon yeah. but i didn't like have the heart to explain to him that that was that wasn't vegan. neither vegan nor vegetarian yeah. or gluten-free so he i was like julian celiac so he just french fries is totally fine for him and he's a vegan like just don't worry about it so he'll he loves french fries just he'll That's be happy so yeah they were very he's like oh, should i bring Julian, some salmon? And I'm like, no, no. We should go back for some salmon sometime. I mean, even when you did eat fish, <laughs> cooked fish was I like hated, your nemesis. I, the only fish I ever ate was sushi. Like for the, for the last year, before January, uh, so like basically all of 2016, I was vegan with sushi. So you don't call it vegan because it's not vegan, but... Right. Um, yeah, I only ate sushi, but that's completely off topic. I don't know why I'm it saying was that. Really funny, um, yeah, and there was also a few moments where people like crashed the party. I don't think on purpose though, but uh, the space we rented was sort of like a middle ground because there's an outdoor patio upstairs, and then there's a downstairs, and then there's an an indoor space upstairs. So it's kind of like in between the restaurant and then the patio but the upstairs bar in the space that we rented was the bar for the patio party as well yes so people were passing by getting but there were so many people at that party yeah for that tiny patio yeah yeah um but i anyway there was like scragglers so I, you know i i told uh phil was the guy who managed uh that bar and he helped me like clear people out no there were some people up there which you have to respect they came upstairs sat at the bar like they were part of the party yeah to get free drinks because we had an i respect bar. that i respect I, I, that you at least tried <laughs> that's what i would do maybe not now maybe as a younger person <laughs> i don't I, I don't know about my respect. Yeah, no, I hate it. 
<laughs> Fuck that, dude. Fuck you guys. Get your own What, drinks. you've never tried to get a free drink in your life before? Um, Yeah, but it's my birthday party, so I'm allowed to not like it. That's fine. You're, it's your birthday. It's my party, and I'll cry at who I want to, on who I want to. I want to cry on people. But it was fun. It was like a cool uh, meshing of... Uh, groups of friends. You know how like you have different groups of friends from different yeah. things. So well, you all... had your jujitsu friends. Yeah, and they never meet any of my other friends because I only really go out with them or just train with them. Right. But they got to meet like my internet friends, which was cool. I couldn't believe if Vince is his name, right? Yeah. Vince is a grown man with teenage children. Yeah. And you guys like sweat on each other and wrestle each other every day. Yeah. Jujitsu each other every day. Yeah. He's a grown ass man, yeah. and he brought you a wrapped gift. And it was he, the nicest, he, like he when a grown me. man knows another grown man in no other context other than just some very lovely touching every day. And he brought you a wrapped gift. He brought me. It was a, so he's, sweet. He's such a shit. He brought me a shirt, a jujitsu shirt, but he wrapped it in a present and then put it in a, a Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> But it was just a red tank top that it says jujitsu. Yeah. No, but it says jujitsu. But he gave it to you with with a Louis Vuitton bag. It was very cool. It was pretty dope. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was it was fun. I definitely, I you know, as much as I'm like, oh, I wish I remembered more. I know we had a good time, and yeah, he did. Um, it wasn't like crazy. It wasn't wild. It was a just a chill good yeah. time. Yeah. That was cool. And Gabby, the Gabby show showed up and brought us like something to have a cake. She baked you. Or she, baked, she didn't bake. She made them. And I'm not sure. They're like, oat, they're like oat cookies, right? Yeah. Because yeah. she wanted you to have a treat. Because yeah. she was like, she texted me earlier in the day and was like, oh, I'm sure you have a cake or whatever for Julian. So I'm just going to bring him like a little treat. And I was like, actually, Gabby, I don't have a cake. <laughs> she was like, oh, should I bring some candles? I'm like, that'd be very helpful. Thank you so much. So Gabby not only came and had a good time, but she made made you like your birthday cake basically yes that was very sweet of her shouts out to gabby by the way we need to have her back on the podcast because it has been forever yeah that's crazy right yeah and i I was talking to julian turned 25 25 um i was talking to nikki limo and she was saying that in japan i think or in parts of japan or some parts of japanese culture 25 is like the worst year like they literally sometimes give people a gap year when they turn 25 and, and a lot of people say that they feel like their life didn't really start until they were 26. Like, apparently it just has this, like, bad she, juju. The first thing she said to me when she showed up was like, um, happy birthday, 25 is going to be the worst year of your life. And I was like, It is uh, for a lot of people. Yeah. You know, like, and I didn't think of that until she said that to me. But 25 was awful for me. And it is for a lot of people. And then I really feel like my life started when I was, like, 26. Yeah, I mean, I think to a certain extent there are, there are those common factors that people go through that age itself inflicts on a person's life. It's just life. got weird juju. Yeah, but then also it's like, you know, you create your own destiny, I think. But I mean, I'm not saying no to either. I'm saying there's probably going to be parts of that in my life, but also like. So you're saying that your 25th year has no bad juju. I didn't say no. I said it might have bad juju, but I'm not going to let it dictate my whole entire year. So you're saying you're the exception to the juju. Yeah. Julian is the exception (laughs) to the juju. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man! But isn't that fucking wild though to think about wild. that it's such like a in certain parts of the world. I can finally people fucking, are really like, nah, dude, you you got to just take this. The, year the off. fact that it's like it's uh, if it is, I mean, I haven't looked into it. I'm just taking your word for it. But if the fact that it's like culturally, culture wide, believed that 25 sucks, it's crazy. Um, I can rent a car. You can. Yeah, I can rent a car at 20. I think 25. There might be a 26 state somewhere but i'm yeah. pretty sure 25 is the universal car rental age i'm 
pretty sure that in New York State it was 26, at least for a long, a long time. Oh, fuck it, dude. Because they want fuck you to have your all. license for a decade before you start renting other people's cars. A decade, dude. Yeah. I don't like that, That's though. not okay? I don't, I don't like it. I'm, honestly, I don't like that. I'm offended. I'm I wish that I held, like, everyone that I've ever lent a car to, to being 26, because it probably would have worked out better See, that me. is a good rule. <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm I would, sorry, I would say, like, 20, bro, 23 or I'm not lending you my car until you're 26. Yeah. I don't even have to be 26, but you do. Nothing great can come out of that. No. Are you excited, though? I am. Um, I feel like, you know, I, I didn't really get excited for 23 or 24. 22 is my favorite number, so I like that year. 21, obviously, is a big year. But I feel like 25 is, is something cool. Like, I, it's, you know, it's quarter century. I feel like, um, it's, it's just one of those ages where it's like, it's kind of like, um, a reference point for your life. Mm. You know, you're 25. You're in your exact mid 20s. You're exactly between 20 and 30. Like the the craziest thing to me to think about is I'm equally as close to twenty as I am to thirty now. Mm-hmm. That's pretty nuts. So I definitely feel like I'm getting older. Um, you old man. Thank you and good night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean it's cool. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Kermit. Do you want some ASMR, Kermit? What is breathing? he? Forty-seven, forty-nine. Yeah. He, so it's seven in dog years. So he's about to be. Seven. Seven. So he's going to be 49. Yeah. Sounds like a 49-year-old man breathing. Oh, I love him breathing. Uh, a couple things I'm very excited for uh, is The Leftovers. I'm actually going to watch the first episode of the last season tonight. This has become a show that I love so fucking much. And, and the finale of Girls is on. Yeah, I don't care about that. Uh, Julian, I don't think that there's a show in the history of me knowing you that has made you more visibly angry than girls makes you. Yeah. The only reason I watch now is Andrew Reynolds. He's the best. Yeah, true. He's the best. He's um, the character Elijah on Girls. Yeah. So if you watch Girls, he's basically the only one worth watching. At this well, point. it used to be Adam Driver until mm-hmm. he got all Kylo Ren. I don't even really know if it was him changing so much as it was the show just deciding to suck. like it was such a great show for a season or two and then all of a sudden it sucked and it just made me angry i didn't like the first season then i i feel like i liked the second and third or whatever and then and then i just got real angry yeah something i don't something about it i fun fact i actually saw andrew reynolds like like probably 12 or 13 years ago maybe maybe some maybe a little less i don't know maybe that's wrong but he performed in book of mormon on broadway i still have never seen that First of all, it's amazing. It's probably amazing because he was in it, to be perfectly honest. True. It was him and Josh Gad, and they were both in it. And, oh, my God. I, I remember, like, I was I was young. I was a teenager, and that play stuck with me. And it was, like, such a large part to his his performance. Mm. And then to see him on Girls again is so funny because he's, like, the only character I like. Now. Not Girls. It's Goyles. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Uh, the Leftovers starts tonight. <laughs> God, that show just gives me another... Type of feels. That was really good. You're on your own. And the world is a. I don't know the way. Church Queen. That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
I want to hear the acoustic version of that song. Your friends are gone. Your friends are gone. So tell me away. I like would tell you to stop, but it's so good. <laughs> is that is it really? No, it's stop? like it's. I mean, it sucks, but it's like it's actually really good. No, it's not. It's terrible. Are you looking um, up that song? Yeah, because now I want to hear it. It's, it's a retrograde, I think, by of James Blake. Um, Sorry, this is going to be just like a shoot the shit podcast because, um, well, to be perfectly fucking honest, <laughs> Julian's having you, a hard time being I'm a person a hard time today. Being a fucking person today. I'm he laughed at guilt. Animal Planet for hours this morning. Okay, can we please address that first of all? Uh, let's get popped for copyright right fucking now. Pop me, Daddy. For real, we will get popped. We have to turn it off. Or pause it and then play. <laughs> pause it and then play. Here, let's go to this part. Yeah. Oh my god. I just want to hear the beat drop. If you guys know The Leftovers, this song is like... But then they changed the theme music, so, so now it's different. So? They still use good music. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, can they pop us for copyright if I'm going boo? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Actually, turn it off. Hell yeah. It's my birthday. You have to listen to me. Turn it off right now. Do you think they can pop us for copyright if if I play it like this? It's my birthday. You have to listen to me. Thank you. Good girlfriend. Okay, come on. (laughs) Okay, we heard it. We get it. We heard a performance of it, and then we heard half of it on your uh, so Animal Planet, we were watching these shows. Um, I forget the name of it, but it's it was this show about this woman. They're all the fucking same, Julie. They are all the same. It's just people rehabilitating animals. But no, but <laughs> that's not what the show was. You were asleep for that one, okay? Oh, so I was dying okay. laughing because they Go found on. the wild marbles and he was just snapping at everyone. <laughs> we like wild chihuahuas. Yes, they found a wild chihuahua. It was actually horribly sad. Like he had been abused. They Aww. found like his his ear was like cut. Like actually cut um, because the owner was like abusive. And so they found this thing in the L.A. River, you know, in that like kind of, you know, the L.A. River. The, yeah. the aqueduct. Was that the right word? I don't know. Anyway, so they found it and she puts on her giant oven mitts to like catch him. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like biting everything and everyone. And uh, <laughs> the scene where I almost woke you up from laughing was um, he uh, they were having him eat. And they wanted to, they had like a, another dog to test how he would do mm-hmm. with, with other dogs and food. And he, <laughs> he at one point was taking a bite and his eyes started to turn wide and there was no noise coming out. But he was like, if you're looking closely, you can see the white of his eyes open up. And then suddenly you start to see him smile and there's still no noise and he still looks like he's going for the food. And then I don't know where he just leaps four feet <laughs> over the food to get to this dog and like kill him. Um, and it was uh, so hilarious. Oh, now I want to find a video of it. Oh, and um, so the, I forget the woman who I forget her name, who's like the the expert or whatever. She was great. She was like really great. She has this really high pitched voice. She's just short lady, um, but it was really fun. And then they did this really cool thing where to like train him to like trust her. They put him on a fucking boogie board in the pool. <laughs> what so the that, hell? Because, a chihuahua? Yeah. They, so you, when you put him on the boogie board, his main concern now is the water. So right. he's going to trust you if you're going to pet him because that's not longer, you know, his biggest issue. So she's just like Man, petting him. Some, some real deep thinking going on by these dog trainers. But then every All time right. Listen have, up, guys. Here's what you got to do. I, I Make the dog feel completely unbalanced and unsafe. I personally think it's So it's that they have to exercise. trust you. I think it's a great bonding exercise. Mm-hmm. Think about it. 
If a dog is so angry and and untrusting of you that he'll snap at you at any time no. he gets, if I'd you distract just kiss him, them and squeeze them until you, they love you would have me. your face halfway eaten off right now by that dog if you did that. No, you just kiss them until they love you. Don't take that advice. You kiss them no, until no, no, they no. love you. Don't take that advice. You say, "Well," but then they would just randomly put home video over the screen. And it wasn't home video. It was just part of the show. They just said home video. Yeah, any clip that anyone sent in from a day prior to that one was a home video. Home video. I couldn't. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. America's Funniest Home Videos. That was like my favorite show. That was not that funny. I don't know it was like was. my favorite show. No. It, really? Yes. Who's your favorite host? Bob Saget. Bob Saget. <laughs> um, I loved Bob Saget. Have you heard his comedy? Uh, not too much of it, but I know it's pretty fucked. Gnarly, dude. It's like filthy. Why did you ever watch America's Home Fires? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Was it still on? Yeah, I just I didn't watch TV growing up, but yeah. Is it still on now? Yeah, it has this new Tom Bergeron or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Is that his name, Tom Bergeron? Yeah. I don't know. But is he? Does he still host that? Yeah, I think so. I don't think there's anyone else. I think it's just been them. I thought. I don't know. Should I look it up? Yeah. Okay. Because then I know there was, like, Daisy Fuentes and uh, another guy, John Fugel, saying that hosted it for a minute. But All right. Host of America's Funniest Home Videos. What? It's Alfonso Ribeiro? No. Hey! That's tight. Well, that's now I crazy. have to watch it. So it's still on. Yeah. It looks like they, they... This must have been this year. Oh, 2015. Okay. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, yeah, because Tom Bergeron does Dancing with the Stars and shit, so... I don't oh. know if he can do yeah. both shows. Um, Whatever, that was my favorite show. Yeah, and that would that's that's what home video reminds me of. Home video, home video, home video, home video. I don't understand how they can write home video. Um, so do you have any prediction? Do you want to look at my horoscope for this year? Sure. Um, do you have any predictions for this year for my twenty fifth year? Because I just this whole podcast can be about me. Um, I don't know. You do that just to annoy me. <laughs> I think you're going to be fine. Yeah. I think everything's going to be pretty great. Life definitely gets weirder as you get older, I feel like. Hmm. but I'm, so. Nothing too weird. But if something weird's going to happen, it's probably going to happen this year. Why? Why are you suddenly... You heard that from one person, now you're like a believer. You're yeah. such a conspiracy theorist. I love it. Well, so, it made a lot of sense to me because we, um, I had a similar life experience. Let us know in the comments if you had a similar life experience when you were 25. Well, we bought um, some clothes yesterday for my birthday. I actually loved my outfit. Mm. Um, we went to the mall and got some clothes. But we honestly wouldn't have had to go to the mall if we just shopped on ThreadUp. Which, if you shop oh on ThreadUp, my God! you can get secondhand clothing for up to 90% off really top name brands like H&M, Gap, J. Crew, Lululemon, all these great brands that you want to buy from, but they're a lot more expensive than you'd like. Uh, you go to ThreadUp. You just grab a glass of wine, lay on the couch, and find your next amazing pair of shoes, outfit, whatever. Uh, you can search your favorite brands, or you can search by size, color, price, style, whatever you want. Uh, ThreadUp triple inspects each item by hand to ensure their clothes are like new, and lots even still have the tag on, which is really rad. And actually, a lot of you have tweeted me pictures of your new clothing that you've bought from ThreadUp, which is really, really cool. Um, it's great, guys. It's a great way to get 
you're, the clothing you want, you're not selling with what you're getting, you're just paying less. Uh, so right now, if you head to ThreadUp, that's T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash Jenna Julian, and enter promo code Jenna Julian, you will get 40% off on top of up to 90% discounted items already. That's ThreadUp.com slash Jenna Julian, promo code Jenna Julian. And... You know, say you buy like a bag on ThreadUp and you don't want to lose that bag, just throw a little tracker in that bag. Hell yeah. It's a quarter size device. It's actually tiny. It's light, weighs nothing. Uh, and basically, you can put it in anything. Your wallet, you can attach to your phone, your keys, your suitcase, your drone, anything that you feel like you might lose or would hate to lose. You put the tracker in it. Um, you press the button on your tracker device. And your phone rings. So it has another feature where you can also locate your phone from the tracker, like reverse finding. But basically, if you lose your item, you go on the tracker app and the GPS network fun, uh, that's created by over 4.5 million devices currently on tracker will help you find exactly where your item is. Uh, now with tracker, you never have to worry about losing stuff and you can get a 30-day money-back guarantee and there's no reason not to try it out. It's a really great item. They're I think you'll really great. like it. And it's tiny. It's yeah. like really tiny. Kind of crazy how small it is. Go to tracker.com. T-R-A-C-K-R.com, promo code Jenna Julian, and you'll get a free tracker Bravo with any order. Thank you, sponsors. We love you, sponsors. Thank you and so thank much. Thank you for listening to me talking about the sponsors. Hell yeah. All right, Julian, you ready for your 2017 Aries horoscope, boy? I'm down. You're an air sign, right? Aries is air. I don't know. Any, I don't know. The are answer. you a water sign or fire? What are you? Oh my God, my phone just went from like 20% to 1% battery. Did it really? Get me a mouth. No, I'm not going to. Just send Get me, me, just send me the link and I'll, and I'll go. Get me a mouth. Astrology.com. But I looked up uh, your 2017 Aries horoscope. Astrology.com. Aries. No, but you need the 2017 one. Not yeah. just today. Yeah. There you go. That's how you do it, fam. By no, the way. Mine looks different than yours. You didn't do it right. Well, if you want something done right. Oh, yes, it is. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Uh, there's a bunch of these, so I might skip through some of it. And for those of you that are in Aries, here's a here's a free astrological reading, courtesy of someone else who free put it online for free. <laughs> <laughs> 2017 isn't all peaches and cream at the start as you struggle to find your footing during the challenging Mars-Saturn square in mid-January. I'm already confused as fuck. <laughs> What's a square? I don't know. This is your world. Uh, what, what What makes you think this is my world? Because <laughs> you read horoscopes. Yeah, just because I like them doesn't make me understand what a square is. Whatever. Okay. Fear not, though. Fiery Aries. Ooh, you fiery. You fiery. You fight. Uh, because although you have some obligations, perhaps family related, that directly conflict with events that you've been looking forward to for what seems like forever, it's not always your way or the highway. There is definitely a middle ground. You just have to try and find it. Compromises can be reached under the right circumstances. So give other people the chance to make a suggestion every once in a while. Holy shit. This is heavy. I wasn't ready for all this. <laughs> uh, the beginning of April is a positive time of trans transformation thanks to the gentle... Mars, Pluto, trine. What the fuck does that mean? What's a trine? I don't know. Okay. At which point you can really do some satisfying inner work on your self-image and replace negative thoughts with more positive ones. If you're willing to put in the effort, that is. You aren't one to back away from a challenge, so keep your head down and do your homework. 
in almost complete contrast to the mental labor and emotional exertion you put in earlier in the year. Getting what you want comes easily in late December thanks to a favorable Mars-Neptune trine. (laughs) Okay, this is getting real kooky to me. In fact, getting your way might be a bit too effortless because you love a challenge. Good things seem to land in your lap, and although you're in a fateful place where you can count on some luck, Aries, it's important not to take fortune, good fortune for granted. Ooh, there's the whole romantic section. Ooh, should Let's we get to read that, it? Because that, that just sounded like a bunch of hogwash, to be honest. Ooh, okay. Here's your romantic 2017 horoscope. March is a key time in your romantic life. <laughs> March Venus. is over. <laughs> what? March is over. Oh, you mean March of... 2017. It is 2017. So March is over. Right. This so is... why is it talking about March? Because it's a horoscope for the entire year. Why is that difficult to understand? So it started in January? Yes. Why didn't we start reading in this in January? My God. Uh, as Venus turns in retrograde and puts your carefully laid plans into a tailspin, your use of being the aggressor, oh, is really God, it's really going, go- really going <laughs> for what you want in life and in love. And when this passionate planet gets turned around, so do you. Now that you're at somewhat of a standstill, Aries, it wouldn't be a bad idea to reassess what and who is most important to you. Oh, don't you dare! Is this me? We're breaking don't up. Carmen's dare. licking my foot. It oh means we're God. breaking up as much as it. Matters. We're bringing up when you went on the psychic twins and they told us, they told you that you, we weren't going to be together. <laughs> as far as starting anything new or making any major commitments, pump the brakes. Postponing or even canceling a ceremony before it happens is much better than having to go back and admit that you were wrong to ever go through with it in the first place. Wait until at least May. A Venus Uranus, oh my God, conjunction can cause some disorder slash confusion in June, but it's not, isn't, this is sort of like not that specific. Conjunction, junction. I want a more specific one. Right? Yeah. That one was bad. I don't like any of that. It's like, okay, December is going to be really easy for you because Pluto is next to Japan. Well, which it is, and everyone knows that. Pluto is next to Japan? Yes. How about we read you a daily horoscope for tomorrow? April 17th, 2017. Yeah, I love that date. The 17th, baby! Conveying your emotions to the people who have affected them, whether in a negative or a positive way, is a good thing to do. But you have to be careful not to overwhelm anyone. Which is all you ever do. Oh, Kidding, people. I love you. <laughs> being being sensitive to other people is extremely important today. Your conscientiousness will go a long way towards keeping them from getting defensive about what you say. Gentle praise will go a lot further than wildly enthusiastic gushing, too. Keep a lid on your enthusiasm and play it cool. <laughs> okay, so it. the the moral of that story is for your birthday, Julian, just play it cool. Just chill. Don't be too excited yeah. or else you're going to offend other people. I already do offend other people, though. How? I just, everything I do, I feel like. It's just, just people. I'm not offended like. by you. Yeah, but you're my The friend. only thing you, in you life that I really... we're not offensive to each other. The only thing I really find truly, unbelievably, unforgivably offensive is when the dogs won't sleep near me. Wait, what? I'm so unbelievably offended. When they sleep near me instead of you? Or just Or when they go down sit in their crate where they would oh. not want to sleep with me. The dogs are on... I can't... On, it crushes my soul. The dogs are on top of you 
25 8 they do not leave your side that's why i get upset when when they don't want to sit with me because you know the thing called separation anxiety yes i think you've created quite a bit of it with this little it's what i want no no it's not what i want give them to me no no i'm 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 counteracting the separation give them to me look at him he wants to be with his mom he's terrified (laughs) i where i read i read somewhere that millennials treat their animals like babies like and what's wrong with that (laughs) are you a millennial by the way i think i am technically yeah. yeah okay Give him to me. I'm dating a millennial. What are you? I'm a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dating a millennial. <laughs> Fucking dating a millennial. Give him to me. I married a millennial. Give him to me. Question mark, question mark, story time? <laughs> <laughs> I will not give him give to Give him you. to he me. Is, he is now mine. I have usurped, PG girl. I have usurped the mitt. How dare you? He is my mitt now. Speak into the mic like it is yours, young child. Oh my <laughs> That's God. A good one. Good boy. Good boy. I want to sit with him, please. I hate when Julian adjusts the mic every two seconds. <laughs> no, really, though. Like, I can't understand why it's a bad thing that millennials treat their animals like babies. <sighs> I also love when people are like, if your dog is less than seven pounds, it's not a dog. Fuck you. It's yes, still it a is. dog. It's genetically a dog. <laughs> you're, you're actually just spewing ignorance. It's a dog. You may not like it. <laughs> no one's making you get a small dog. Doesn't mean you have to try to rewrite the facts of the world. Fine. If a, if a person is under a certain size, are they not a person? Because yeah. that's what that logic implies. Yeah. If a baby is three or younger, they're not a baby. It's not a person. It's not a human. <laughs> <laughs> Only get babies that are four. <laughs> Can I have Carmen? I will hold him in front of you and taunt no. you as long as it's getting I'm a having reaction. a hard time moment, being away from him. The moment you him. stop caring is when you'll get him back. I'm having a hard time. <laughs> I know. It's okay. We got her. We got her. Yeah. They need him. Yeah, boy. Good job, boy. Don't daps his chest daps like his that. Chest. Oh, I love this guy. Stop doing that. I'll do what I need. Can I have him back? <laughs> the moment you don't want him back, we'll get him back. <laughs> I told you a story about how my friend, baseball team, yeah, uh, one of my best friends in college. So I went over to his parents' house because his parents' house uh, was in Massachusetts. So it was close enough to our school. And I, you know, I was at college. I was at school. So I didn't have a dog at the time. And every time I got to see a dog, it was really exciting. So we go over to his house and, and he's like showing me around or whatever, like where he grew up basically. And we go downstairs into the basement and I see a dog in a crate, like in the back of the basement. And I was like, Oh my god, is that a dog? And he's like, Yeah, that's Mike. (laughs) And I was like, Well, can we let him out? And he looked at me like I had ten fucking heads and was like, No, like if you let him out, he's gonna poop and pee everywhere. (laughs) I was like, Well then what's Mike doing in there? Can we take him he's a dog? He's like, Yeah, we take him out, we attach him to the run, and then he goes outside and otherwise he's like in his crate. And I'm like, That's not a dog at all. Like, what's the point? I don't know, but that makes me so sad. Oh, can we build a run for the dogs? There's That's a dog, not going to work for our dogs. There's a dog in our neighborhood who has a Tinkerbell. run. And her name is Tinkerbell. And Marvel has the biggest crush on Every Tinkerbell. Every time we drive past the house, we go, Tinkerbell. We go, Tinkerbell. Even though she's not out there like 90% of the time. But uh, <laughs> Tinkerbell's father built this amazing run. Because she's so, like a little chihuahua. Yeah, she's a tiny chihuahua. But she's not like barking. She doesn't attack. She just wants to run around. So she runs around the front lawn. And the thing about the block they're on is there no, there's no sidewalk. So it's grass till the mm-hmm. curb. And so the, the run is perfectly measured. And it's really cool. It yeah. goes along. It's like 15, 20 yards. Because it's like a front side yard. Like it goes around a corner. So yeah. she has free reign of the entire corner. 
basically. Yeah, that would be cool. Tinkerbell. Marbles did not even bark when he met her, though. He just furiously Which is crazy, because at, at least once, one bark, every time he meets a new dog. Like, there's always some sort, but he met Tinkerbell, and it was just, he was enamored. Mm-hmm. He was smitten. Because she's pretty beautiful. But I can't believe that fucking Mike. Can you let him out? No, he'll poop and pee everywhere. <laughs> Why do you have a dog then? <laughs> Give him the it helps, meat. I'll it take helps him. that his name was Mike because it adds to the effect that they dealt with him like a person. <laughs> I, I think I remember his name being Mike. I hope that's correct. Yeah. Also, I had a roommate later in college, like junior and senior year, who had a dog, and his name was Drake, Jake. Yeah. I think, and Jake was really cute. He was like a spaniel kind of thing. And um, he had a stroke at one point, and he like lost control of the, the one of the sides of his face. So when he would eat, like water and stuff would come out of his mouth. But he'd also get really excited. But it, it, his Aww, face would look really poor guy. Funny. When I was in college, uh, the place I lived in, one of my roommates, it was a couple. They had a dog named Lou. All right, you stopped wanting. Yay! There's a big old dog named Lou. I did I, it for you. I might but... have a picture of Lou somewhere. I, I want to look because he was such a great dog. The thing about this, the uh, like hanging with Lou is like, I would be home so much of the day because my college schedule was like sprack. I had classes a lot of them at night. I had some class early in the morning, but most of the time I had like a lot of the day that I would just kind of be in the apartment. I was super antisocial in college, so I kind of just like spent all my time at home when I wasn't you know working out or studying or whatever. Um, and so I would, I would spend more time with the dog than anyone else would in the house, including their owners by far. And I used to call him Lucifer cause you know, that's, that's just his name. And, uh, we used to go on runs and like, I had never felt a dog like potentially overpower me the way he would on the runs. Like he was a big husky motherfucker, probably like 70, 80 pounds, but just raw power. Like we would run and I would have to fucking really tug. Yeah. Uh, but God, I miss, I missed it. He would take naps in my room with me. It was like, it was so nice. It was like, you know, I had left for college. And so my little dog puppy at home was like the only dog I ever had. So it was like, it's like I had my own dog. It was yeah. cool. But he hated the UPS guy. He, he ruined, <laughs> he ruined like three sets of shades. On the window from, oh, from attacking them when the UPS guy came. Like, he was Naughty. vicious. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. He would go into the owner's room, which faced the street, and just go ballistic at the UPS guy. Not the male guy. Just the oh, UPS God. guy. Um, and just destroy the blinds. Good good boy. Oh, my God. that My ex-boyfriend's dog, Itchy, the little dachshund that I was taking care of for, like, a year. Because he got a dog without getting any permission from his <laughs> landlord. So he had to stay at my house. Tay. Hell yeah. Dude. That, that is like the definition of being a fake adult. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, yeah, I have a dog. He's my girlfriend, though, because I can't have him in my apartment. <laughs> yeah, and then, he, then afterwards, my ex boyfriend gave it to his dad. So then Itchy became his dad's dog. Oh, God. Um, but I loved Itchy so much. But uh, Itchy would sit in his crate and would just sit there and bark. And my neighbors would be like, I go to school or whatever. And they're like, Oh, he was in there. He was like howling, like he really missed you. Cause I did keep him in a crate, and like a a big a bigger size one. And they were like, "Have you tried like giving him a stuffed animal or like a bone?" And I'm like, "He has all of those things. Like there is crate is pimped out with things." <laughs> but not only would he like howl during the day because yeah. he missed me, he had ripped off so many curtains from the wall to the point where. 
it wasn't he wouldn't just rip the curtains off the, and he would shred pillows <laughs> so Sick. i like i it started off with like a couple dog beds you know yeah. th- it's not cheap when you're a college student and like my ex-boyfriend wasn't buying him anything yeah. so i had to buy him everything but I would put a, a dog bed in there for him and I'd come home and it'd be shredded. Like, mind you, this was like, you know, three, four hours at a time. It's not like I left him for 12 hours yeah, yeah, in there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I would always make sure that I was able to come home to take care of him or that my ex-boyfriend would come to the house and, and take care of him. So it wasn't like extended periods of time, but he would shred his bed. So then I started just putting like a pillow in there, shredded every pillow I put in there. And then it turned into just blankets. He shredded them. And then it turned into like, he would rip the curtains off the wall to the point where I was going through curtains. I I, I was like, well, fuck it. Then I'm not going to have curtains because he ripped the curtain rod down off the wall in half because he was sticking his little snout through his crate and pulling the curtains off the wall. That's what Jesus. that just reminded me of. Jesus. That yeah. would drive me nuts. He bent the curtain rod in half. That is crazy. Yeah. Wow. He's like a 10 pound dachshund. <laughs> He was the worst. He was a dachshund next, <laughs> next to me when I grew up. <laughs> and the only time I ever saw him was when his owner brought him on this tiny patch of grass out front just to pee. And then they would go right back inside. And this dog had a belly that would touch oh, the ground. That's so sad. Because you know how dachshunds have short legs and they're really long? It was just like the legs. And then it was so bad. Oh. But it was like, I I see this dog two minutes out of each day and those are the only two minutes he sees the outside like that's so sad stop i'm gonna cry that's just funny how some dog owners just are completely different yeah no um itchy also he was an excited peer so anytime someone would come over and they'd get really excited he'd roll over on his back and pee directly up at them And people, like, wouldn't believe me either. I'd be like, oh, don't hug him. Like, when you walk in the door, don't pet him. Don't hug him. Because if he doesn't pee on the ground, if he gets really excited, he'll turn around and just pee straight up at your face. And people would be like, oh, okay, I got it. And then they open the door and they're like, wow, he's so cute. Look at him. Like, uh, I get a face full of pee. No, it was my one friend, Jess, that came over to the house. And she, like, I had wooden stairs for him. So he climbed up onto the bed, got all excited, rolled over and peed directly into her mouth. <laughs> and I, she got so grossed out and was like gagging. Like, it's, it's, so, it's, it's very like hot pee in your mouth. Like it's disgusting. And I was like, Jess, I don't feel bad because I fucking warned you and you didn't listen yeah, but to, to me. To be fair, that's kind of an unbelievable thing to hear and like actually listen to. You think, oh, they're just, you know, they'll pee or whatever, but actually go up and then. No, he's a snugger fucking dog he's like so proud of himself too okay i have a question for you though like how what was the last time you were so excited that you peed <laughs> never <laughs> exactly never. so they're they're at that level of excitement that i've never had yes. every single time so marlin's dog honey is like that but doesn't pee up yeah she, she just p- piddles, piddles yeah. down um but itchy also was so terribly difficult to potty train <laughs> that one saturday because he wouldn't he wouldn't go to the bathroom outside like you know how it took a long time for peachy like peachy still won't go on a, a poop on a walk she'll wait till we get back and poop in the yard yeah but she'll she's she'll, naughty, she'll yeah, she'll do, she'll pee like on a walk, but like, you know, sometimes you have dogs that are just a little weird about yeah. where they go to the yeah, bathroom. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So Itchy would not go to the bathroom outside. Like at all. At all, ever. And it was like a problem because he refused to go to the bathroom yeah, outside. Yeah, it's a problem. 
So one Saturday, I was like, I told my ex-boyfriend, I was like, we ha- we're taking him outside and we're not going back inside until, until he, he goes to the bathroom. So we spent the entire day one Saturday, like eight hours, maybe just sitting in his backyard, waiting for Itchy to go to the bathroom. And he finally did. Unreal. He held it the entire day. And then he peed outside. We got super excited. He took four steps up the stairs and crept all over the stairs. <laughs> God, he was like such a naughty, naughty dog. (laughs) Such a naughty dog. That is funny. But I loved him so much. Yeah, I want another dog. I want a greyhound. Such a cranky old man. I know. I want a big doggy. I want a greyhound. I want a whippet. Baker. Yeah. Fuck, I want a whippet. Well, we can get you a whippet. Oh, I tried to convince Julian for his birthday to let me get him a cat for his birthday. No, you said, for your birthday, can we get a cat? <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect time to get a cat. Why? Because they're fun. That's no, that's nothing to do with the time. Just It's the time. <laughs> no, no, bad argument. I win that one. I want a little naked one. Um, I wouldn't mind a cat, but I think I want another dog first, which is insane because four dogs is just... The more the merrier. It's just bananas and it's turning. We realized, like, uh, after Peach went to the dentist, like, there hasn't been really a week that we haven't been into that, uh, that with having three dogs. We do. We've it's been getting wild. And spending a lot of money. Well, because Kermit has Cushing, so he has like an ongoing thing that needs to be monitored. Yeah, but leading up to Cushing's, there was like a couple visits where we didn't know what was going on. And then, yeah, Peach had her teeth. And then before that, the boys had their teeth. And then Marbles, does he ever... We've not brought him in, really. No, he's actually shockingly he, low maintenance. He like deals with shit that happens real fast. Like, when we came home from our last trip to Vegas, he was... He, when Jenna leaves him, he gets just, he doesn't, he doesn't perform life right. Like he gets constipated because he holds it in because he's like, I can't poop because mom's not here. He um, gets scared. He's stressed. So he showed up and we're like, hey guys. And like, hey, Peach is jumping around. Kermit's twirling around. And mom was just in the corner shaking. And he's I just pick him up anyway. <laughs> yeah. He you, screams. You, you when touch you him, him and he makes these like scream noises. He doesn't because he's feel holding good. so much poop in. <laughs> And so finally, for like the second half of the day and night, we took him for walk after walk after walk just to get him moving. That's the only thing that helps. That's the only thing that helps. But he just gets crazy stopped up when Jenna leaves him. And it's not every trip. It's just like every few trips it'll happen. But he's such a funny guy. I know. And he was with my mom, too. He's like, he loves her. He's so happy with her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he did, too. I think he probably just like when we left, he probably just... Yeah, well, I know my mom walks them all like kind of in separate little groups because she can't take all of them at once. It's t- with Gildy, it's like a lot. So shouts I think out to the Webby machine when she takes the other dogs. Also, in combination with me not being here, it's makes like him, he really feels he like doesn't know what's going yeah. on. So I think he got extra stressed. Yeah, little boy gets super constipated. <laughs> do you remember when he was so like he had never been constipated before and we couldn't tell what was wrong with him and we were waiting like a full 24 hours to see what was going on before we took him to a vet yeah and so we went we took him to the dog park and he was like miserable like cowering over yeah. like hunched over like didn't really want to do anything and then all of a sudden he took like a bunch of steps in the dog park took a shit that was like six inches long like, like his the size of his body, body and then he was like good to go yeah. he was just super I constipated remember I remember that that was wild. It was How like did we brought him in the dog park and he was so cowering and miserable. He took a six inch shit and then had the time of his life. This is six inches. Yeah. That's marbles. Yeah. 
Imagine taking a shit the size of your body. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like a five foot five shit. Be like the most amazing accomplishment of all time. Ew. Humans have gone to the moon, but god damn, that was a big shit. Ew. 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 There would be pictures of it framed. You'd have to do they it like on the ground though, so you can about measure it. Because if you did it into a toilet, you would be able to measure it. <laughs> 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 uh, I just thought of something funny. I want to know if that's ever happened. Someone took a shit the length of their entire body. Should I look up longest shit? <gasps> Honestly, no. I don't know. Yeah, I, pro- I probably really shouldn't. I really don't want to hear about really it. I probably really shouldn't. Julian, he's doing it. Longest poop. <laughs> ew, 26 ew. feet. Ew! <laughs> yes! That's Human poop. No, it's not. <laughs> 7.9 meters. No, it's in not. In 1995. What? Oh, oh, wait. That's fucking insane. That's not, a, that's not right. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. That's not right. Clearly, some people will be doubting this even is remotely possible. Think of it this way. If the stool was not hard, <laughs> it shouldn't have been because her strict diet. Oh, okay. So she was on like a weird diet. But there's no picture. Give me a picture. It's just this. <laughs> no look. Come on, just look. <laughs> That's Hanky, the Christmas poop. I know. Wait, so how did they... Th- it didn't tell you, like, how they measured it or, like, anything about it? Uh, there was no picture, so I'm, like, I'm losing interest. I'm such, a, I'm such a millennial. What do you think? She'd be standing next to it, like, on the ground, like no, a like savage? She, like, like a fish she just caught? Yeah, <laughs> You can't hold it if it's 26 feet, though. Not true. You haven't pooped 26 feet, so you don't know the logistics of holding it. How, what did she just, like, tell her mom, and then she got it in the Guinness World Book of Records? This is a really poorly written article, so it's kind of hard to... I'm not sure I believe that. Yeah, I, I actually... This doesn't even look legit because the article's so bad. Let's... Hold on. Woman produces world's longest poop. 26 foot, February of 1995, working in conjunction with nutritionists at University of Michigan. What, they did it on purpose? Yeah, they did a super fiber-rich diet, which allowed me to successfully produce a single extruded excrement with the exact length of my colon, 26 feet. I documented the... Oh, God. That is disgusting. They did it on purpose. Well, that kind of thing doesn't happen on accident. That is disgusting. She used a butt plug, so she couldn't poop up until that one. Oh my god. <laughs> imagine imagine that feeling of like days. You just need to take a dump and you plug it up so you can't. And you just keep eating. Oh my god. <laughs> I haven't seen you so grossed out in a really long time. This is nice. I am so upset that people did this. <laughs> <laughs> How dare they? How dare they that is disgusting yeah it's pretty gross yay for science except this science yeah. y'all are nasty <laughs> working in conjunction with nutritionists all right sarah just keep it in. <laughs> hey honey how's work it was good we stuffed her up good today <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's doing all right her, I, think, I think her butt's starting to hurt i think when game time comes it's going to be a real success <laughs> wait so when she pooped was she just like in the presence of a bunch of people like clapping her on like Probably. cheering her on like oh my god here it's still going amazing what if she pooped and the poop just like lifted her off the toilet (laughs) and she just kept going up (laughs) yeah all right all right on that image let's uh 
Let's wrap this up. Oh, my God. Thank you guys for hanging out for another podcast. Happy um, birthday, Julian. Thank you for the birthday wish. And I, I already have received a lot of birthday love tonight, which I can only expect the same thing tomorrow. So I want to say thank you guys for all the wonderful birthday love. We love you a lot. You guys are an amazing internet family. We love you, Ding Fam. Uh, we'll see you again for another podcast next week. Tight. All right, I'm going to stop this before any of that continues. Shouts out to our sponsors. Links in the description. We'll see you guys next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.